0: So uh you you, <laughs> <laughs> you you got what i need <laughs> but, but you say, say he's just, just a, friend.
1: a friend
2: Uh-huh But, but you, you say <laughs>
1: he's just a friend Oh baby you You yeah. got what i need Wait a minute is
3: this a, like <laughs> Is that one of those? Are we a stereotype? Because is that one of those like yes, list of white is. people it go is. crazy at a wedding?
1: It very much so. <laughs> yeah. Oh damn! It. Hey, God damn, we're basic. There are good movies and there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because. This is Shitty Cinema. We are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave, it. Casey, and Juice. I'm a
0: comfort master.
1: Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. This week, we sound a little different because of the coronavirus. We're doing the podcast remotely and we hope everyone's safe and healthy. But, Juice, what's this month's theme?
3: Hiya!
2: I know Kung Fu. <laughs>
3: He really does,
1: you guys. You really
0: nailed it.
2: very energetic. I love it.
1: (laughs) I feel like I just got fucking my ass kicked.
0: You did just get your ass kicked. We are all about the Kung Fu movies this month, guys. All of those wonderful Kung Fu movies that are not wonderful, but we still love them anyway. What do you mean not wonderful? Fight me, Juice. Fight me. Let me watch.
3: I'm into that now.
0: We will fight to the death, Jay. But first, what movie did you bring this
1: week? On this week's episode, we watched Kung Pao. Enter the Fist from 2002. If you if you haven't seen Kung Pao, it is a legendary bad film or cult classic. I don't know. I feel like it's legendary.
3: What are you adding, ing Dave? It holds such a place in my heart that yeah. few humans have been able to touch. Like It's just...
2: Ugh. Look, Casey, I saw this in theaters with you, so like I'm there. I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> Legendary is given this a bit more credit than I think it earned.
3: I Okay. We'll agree to disagree, you
0: stupid but
2: Bite me, Dave. We're all aggressive this week.
0: <laughs>
3: We're all fucking quarantined, so all of us have put on, well, juice is still tiny, but I've put on like 13 pounds and all of my muscles are now jelly.
0: I'm really starting to produce my beer belly something fierce right now. Jay, nice. let's
2: dial the temper down a little bit here. Let's settle <laughs> things in and get an elevator pitch from you. All right. You've taken your one government allotted daily walk during this time of lockdown. You decided to cut through a field near your house Uh, just to get a little extra sunshine, you know, stretch your legs a bit. Uh, As you're crossing this field, you see this picture perfect dairy cow uh, staring at you. And it's just it's such a beautiful moment up until the cow rears up on its hind legs and squares off in a kung fu pose against you you've got about 10 seconds before this cow starts kung fu squirting all of its milk at you and you got to dodge out of the way in that 10 seconds sell us on this movie (laughs)
1: take an old kung fu movie add some new audio new actors but make it like airplane
0: five seconds wow very concise dude Thanks.
1: I feel like I nailed it, too. I got the essence of Kung Pao. He
3: didn't tell yeah. us what the movie was about, though. <laughs> I, yeah,
2: he did. very much did.
3: I very <laughs> much
1: a did. Take a Kung
2: Pao movie and re-dub this it with funny shit. shit.
3: I very much did. and deep movie.
1: Here's the thing, though. Casey has been creeping behind me on this walk, right? Creeping? I didn't know. House, She's fucking socially distanced six feet behind me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Six feet. And I'm Charos. very quiet.
3: I left my squeaky shoes at home.
1: And when I get <laughs> taken out by that first shot, Casey's right behind me. And she is about to get taken out by the second. So Casey, in the 10 seconds before that shot takes you out, sell us on this movie. The chosen one takes
3: on the evil council led by master paint. I mean, Betty, with the help of local dojo owner and his new
1: sadistic girlfriend. Don't worry. It's good for both of us. Nine seconds. Thank you. Wow. Thank Very you. impressive. Really fill in that time up case. I feel like you went for the the substantive and I went for the literal. The meta? That was meta. All right. I guess Whoa. Whoa. we've had two views of Kung Pao, but Dave, why don't you walk us through the movie that shitty
2: cinema watched? Yeah, we've got opposing viewpoints because there are a couple different ways of coming at this movie. So the basic plot is this in ancient China, a villain named Master Payne is searching for the newly born chosen one who's bearing the mark. Uh, The mark in this case (laughs) being a tiny face on their tongue that talks at you. It's not creepy at all. Yeah, that's very disturbing. When he finds his target, Master Payne gets his ass kicked by the baby and then he just burns down the house and leaves it for dead. The chosen one escapes and grows into Steve Odakirk, a kung fu master out for revenge. Uh, Steve Odakirk just being the actor, I don't know his name.
3: I mean, honestly, I've babysat before and there's been a few diapers that I'm like, no, i I should just <laughs> burn this down and leave. Yeah, I need just to
2: burn the house down and get out of here. He's the chosen one, Dave. Steve journeys across the land to find Master Payne, along the way meeting his mentor, Master Tang, and his new girlfriend, Ling. When Master Tang comes back to town, Steve attacks him and loses, learning that he's protected by these magic pyramid caps on his chest. Also, Master Pain goes by Betty now. That's important. Betty launches a revenge campaign against Steve, killing everyone who's helped him. His dog, Master Tang, and Ling all miraculously pull through, but the comedic side character, Wimplo stays very dead.
0: Very dead. We get to hear the flies.
3: That means he's the winner.
2: Steve has a kung fu montage and learns how to tear off the pyramid caps. While we learn that Betty actually reports to an evil council. At the final showdown, yeah, they are French. At the final showdown, the council shows up in flying pyramids to buff Betty, and Steve's tiny tongue mouth destroys them like a lasso that crashes their ships. (laughs) Side note why does it do like (coughs) these stereotypical Spanish Mexican? Chance whenever know. it's just I... out, but then it speaks French.
1: It has its own personality, Dave. It's the creepiest, fucking weirdest thing. I it's don't know. So disturbing. Why, why? You're like, oh, there is a tongue personality that lives on your tongue. Why does it talk going, yeah, 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 yeah? Really? That's the most critical question?
2: I guess not. All right, let's finish this up. <laughs> <laughs> St- Steve defeats Betty and reunites with his girlfriend, Ling. So that's the plot of the movie. That's casey's pitch of what we watched this week but Mm -hmm. it's not an accurate representation of it the pitch itself is that someone took a couple old kung fu movies green screened themselves into it and re-edited the movies and dialogue into a spoof comedy thing it's a labor of love from the writer and director of ace ventura which i mean is both compliment and warning (laughs) yeah okay
3: okay I mean, you can't be
2: mad. Doesn't That explains a lot, though, when you hear it that, really oh, does. he wrote and directed Ace Ventura. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In yeah. a good way, I think.
2: Yeah. Oh. I mean, mostly good a
0: good yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he definitely hit the nail on the head with this
2: one.
3: Are you talking about Steve Odenkirk or are you talking <laughs> about Tom uh, Shadyak? Yeah.
2: No, Steve Odenkirk, the main character in this.
3: Okay, but Tom Shadyak, I'm I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. He worked with Steve Odenkirk on like Bruce Almighty, Ace Ventura, like some actual popular mainstream shit. And he kind of looks like Weird Al if he worked the fuck out. But this is like a love letter to every Kung Fu movie. And just the genre in general. I mean, and it's not just, it's not just relegated to 70s kung fu which they sampled some of oh yeah actually a lot of but it also they had matrix references matrix is, <laughs> wow, <laughs> it's got a little kung fu in there right no, so, I so don't... it was
1: 2002 and everybody did the fucking matrix they did yeah, it for 10 years not... there was
3: fucking matrix references for the next 10 years there's always the lean back Ooh, yeah that was dummy. it was just
2: because it was 2002 and you were required to have that in your movie right
1: <laughs> yeah but I mean, there is some some fun spoofing of there's no really awesome kung fu scenes. The only decent kung fu that we get is the actual footage from the the, the original films. Right. But yeah, the, the, the edited stuff is fun. It's enjoyable. It's uh, it's not, you know, groundbreaking kung fu, but it's meant for comedy. And it's fucking the airplane of kung fu movies. Man, nah, That might be kung fu hustle. Yeah, yeah see, I would hesitate to call it that.
2: It's interesting that you say that it's the airplane of kung it's fu more movies. Like the naked I, gun. Actually, I actually referenced airplane in my notes saying that this is going for an airplane style rapid fire, but it's not rapid fire. Like there is it's closer a bit of a to breath. Naked
3: Gun 33 and a half That's fair. of kung fu That's parodies. Fair. And I say that with all the love in the world. From, I adore this film. I think it is very well done. The only slow parts are kind of towards the end when they're they're working in the evil alien council. But it is just nonstop random shit.
1: This is going to be a lot of love gushing from at least three of us. But Juice, this is your first time
3: watching. Mm -hmm. You can kind of be a vehicle for those of people in the audience that haven't seen this film.
0: Yeah, I was absolutely blown away. Uh, you guys said that it might actually be ruined for me because you guys have quoted it so much. <laughs> so it was much. not ruined. It was still yeah. on point. So It
3: was physically painful not to quote the movie <laughs> yeah. during
0: the fucking movie.
3: I just wanted to like, we all had a slip up like once. Oh yeah. Try to like keep yeah. it inside. <laughs>
1: Dave, right in the beginning, says, Hey, don't ruin it for juice and quote it. And like fucking 30 seconds later, there's <laughs> me going, Oh,
2: Every that's cute." I think we need to do this movie again uh, just so I can run screen recorder on my phone. And then we can just all go nuts and have this like children of the corn chant off <laughs> in three out of four quadrants.
3: I was going to say, Redub it ourselves, just saying.
1: Oh man, it's I've always it. wanted to do that. If I've this, always wanted to.
3: If the quarantine doesn't let up in two months, that's our new goal.
1: That's what we'll start doing. We'll release shitty movies where we, we just re dub over the fucking movie. We're going to make them our own. Man, I can't wait to do Titanic.
0: Oh, that's going to be a fun <laughs> that one. That would be a
1: labor I, of love.
0: I really want to do Twilight. Twilight. Oh yeah, we should do the fifth Twilight. I don't know. Uh, no.
3: <laughs> Maybe we need to kind of slow down for a second. And talk about the characters. So you know who the fuck we're referencing when we talk
0: about everybody. Yeah, good idea.
3: Thank you. I, uh, <laughs> I write some shit down once in a while. I don't want to brag. So first we have Master Pain, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Betty, who has a bowl cut. But it's like <laughs> if he moved the bowl to the back of his head instead of the top for the haircut.
1: Yeah, it's a real fucking kung fu haircut where the yeah. top is
3: bald. It's right? a lifestyle. It's like a face tattoo. Like, God bless you if you have one
1: you start with the Friar tuck inspiration but you're like i also kind of want to have an afro on the top
3: but if it both yeah. if it, it kind of like but think but like i'm thinking more like phil collins 80s hair but oh, if you shave oh. from the back of the ear Close. to the front of the head okay Okay, if everybody so you're literally bald on top and just have this puffy mess in back. Just if I'm I'm giving everybody a good visual aid
1: here. And and what other distinguishing hair would you accompany yourself with, Casey?
3: Uh, I would get his little pencil thin mustache too Ooh. that he has. He has a great pencil thin mustache. He but really it, does. It's the 70s. So our next player is Ling, the love interest, who after she talks has to do a little wee wee wee. And she has these amazing and I've seen them so many times in seventies kung fu on these ladies, these weird curly Q sideburns that are almost like some Yeah. What's that show with Jennifer Hot Bitch? The they're hunting kids.
2: <laughs> what? You know
3: what I'm talking about. <laughs> the, no Hunger I Games, don't. the Hunger Games. You know how the movie, rich
2: not a show. Okay. yeah, it's a show, like a show. Kids are fighting.
3: Well, the kids are hunting <laughs> each other
2: okay hey, but you yeah. just pitched me a very different <laughs> product <laughs>
1: wait it's all the same listen wait the hunger haven't... games is a cannibal thing
2: no they're not they eating don't... them they have no to... it's a battle royale you don't see, the last the one
3: to fucking eat it jay you can't why not look for it's sweet sweet horn oh,
1: i i figure the kids are hunting each other to eat each other and no. they're growing stronger right no, no. isn't that so, how
0: you grow stronger you steal people's powers i mean it is well, now we're totally making that movie
1: right
3: so, all of the rich people in the Hunger Games have funky fucking facial hair. Okay. It's a rule, I guess. Is,
1: is that the, like, wealth signifier? Yes. It's weird facial so, hair? Even Ling. women.
3: So, Ling must be very wealthy because she has these bad-ass mm-hmm. curly, kids, but they don't look hard. Like, they still look soft. I have no idea how she accomplished this. Maybe it's like a, I don't know, some kind of weird sideburn markin. I'm
1: going to be honest with you. She's beautiful.
3: She is. She she's is still beautiful. hot. I Googled her still banging ass hot you go girl she's banging hot oh. with the fucking curly cues. oh yeah no no she is she, that's every day she such good a good you, idea
0: casey good idea girl
1: <laughs> you're juice welcome is juice you can't do research on air no we don't <laughs> want to hear it we're in quarantine
0: there's nothing
1: we got you a new
3: microphone god damn it <laughs> turn the video off <laughs> lastly we have wimplo wimplo is Is the whiny second male lead that every Kung Fu and really basically Asian drama has.
1: Okay, but Wimplow is even more than that because they quote, fucking trained him wrong because he's an idiot, they said. And so. No, they trained him wrong as a joke. As a joke. I'm sorry. To do this mental capacity. (laughs) But they
3: also called fucking Master Tang calls him an idiot. Yes. (laughs) He is also an idiot.
1: Yeah. Yeah well
3: he doesn't know how to fight so he like when he uh gets hit and is bleeding he thinks he's the winner
1: yeah and you know you guys have heard of those old kung fu styles right like crane style or tiger style or serpent or snake style right but he uses my nuts to your fist style also yeah. my face
2: to your foot style <laughs>
0: That's also really he's
2: mastered multiple styles here you He's that. a dangerous man i am bleeding. that means i won <laughs>
3: He's really the Andy Warhol of Kung Fu. God bless him.
1: (laughs) And everywhere he walks, his shoes sound like a fucking clown nose being squeaked. (laughs) You know, they
3: actually do make those shoes for children so you can find them easier. (laughs) Like for like little kids. Honestly, it's great.
1: Rounding out our menagerie of awesome characters, we also have another master. While there's Master Payne, who is the bad master, we have Mm -hmm. the good one who trains the chosen one. First of all, put some respect on it. It's Betty. It's Betty.
2: Sorry. Betty.
1: Betty. We've got Betty and we've got Master Tang.
2: Isn't Betty a girl's name? I I gotta contest Master Tang is the good one okay. He's in opposition to Betty Yes, right? yeah. but he is also very much A predator Why uh, do you he... say
3: that Dave? Oh you sound like Casey, everybody's a rapist yeah.
2: No, in this one he outright Assaults an injured man and says This works for both of us That's a predator man
1: Tell him what so they're doing he... though You gotta explain what he was
2: specifically doing
1: That's also crime. a
2: quote I use far too often uh, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So Ling's father gets injured in a fight with Betty and has yep. a wound on his chest. Master Tang's response to this is to just rub the wound while Ling's dad is in bed. <laughs> and just so his, Sh- his, his
1: breast specifically. Yeah. yeah, he goes it under this, the fucking this little man boob.
3: Supposed to be a joke. This is from the old movie. This is footage from the movie. <laughs> this wasn't altered. So in the 70s movie, you just have this. Skinny, frail, old-looking man giving this like thicker dude with a bandaged chest a fucking mammogram, like an old <laughs> yeah. Chinese That's mammogram.
2: True. It was Grubby. probably some chi energy bullshit. There was a lot of that.
3: He was checking oh. for lumps, and he stopped to salt one in his pants.
2: <laughs>
1: and it was, it was good bad. for both of us. <laughs> it was good for me.
3: Juice, you do your research at your own fuck. Oh wait, you are home. Never mind. You can do your research. Yes.
1: Master Tang, though, also does have some of the legitimate fighting scenes with Betty when they're on the waterfall and also when they're in town.
2: Yeah. Master Tang was one of the few Kung Fu characters that came from the first movie without anything being added in this one. Like all of his fights was just the original Kung Fu fights of his, I think.
3: He was good at Kung Fu.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was he great.
1: What about Wo, who was also known as the Uniboo Juice did... did the Uniboob do it for you? There's a character who only has one breast, but it's it's like central, so it's like cyclopean you know, in the center
0: of her chest. I don't. I, I can't say whether or not it did, was doing something for me. I okay. did want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie.
3: <laughs> Hence why circuses were so popular for such a long time.
1: I like the yeah. juice is like, wait, this might turn me on. Uh-huh. Uh, sure, let's give it a man? shot.
3: Y'all nickel to see that. I ain't gay, but I'll pay a nickel to see a dude with two dicks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One of them is prehensile.
3: Oh, no. No. That's so so useful. Shut up. You can't. Wait.
2: Hang on. Okay. Juice, important question. Which does it more? Uniboob from Kung Pao or Triple Tit from Total Recall?
0: Ooh, Is more Uh, um, better or less? You know, I will say in this case, more is better uh, okay see, i was Casey? gonna say
3: the boob for me because it was like a, you know just like you get both hands around it. it's a big old titty i'm that
2: also gonna, gonna go with the uniboo
3: don't let dave off on. yeah me. we. Dave. dave's gotta you know, tell
2: I gotta, us i gotta go with juice the one boob i found kind of disconcerting but the triple <laughs> one i was like okay you know that's one extra i it's can get down too much. i
3: don't yeah, want to suck kitten titties it's i feel like this <laughs> More than I feel like this could be on
2: a psychology test. I just don't know what it says <laughs> about the person <laughs> who answers this.
3: I'll ask my professor. I'm in a psychology <laughs> class right now. Someone who knows a lot
1: about psychology.
3: Just know that we were yeah. given
1: this question and we answered this way. What does it say about us? Doctor. made up the question.
3: Please respond ASAP. I need to know <laughs> what does this mean. I guess the only person we haven't brought up by name per se is mm. the chosen one. Is
1: the chosen one
3: played by Steve Odenkirk? Mm-hmm. Does he, he actually
0: have a name in the movie? Does a
3: good job. I the mean, he does a good enough one. job. He's just a really the chosen good one. Shape.
2: Okay, I'm I'm yeah, okay with that. I did not give him enough credit when i first watched this movie he's in mm-hmm. a lot better shape than i remembered him being
0: yeah i was impressed by his physique he definitely he uh uh he works out
3: and as the chosen one he has to be special somehow physically like last week we had wolfang that had two bad molars that could have easily been taken care of the oh, chosen I one about Wolf- yeah the chosen one however has a really gross one which is when he sticks out his tongue, his tongue has a mouth and eyes too. Named, and it named talks tonguey. It's named Tonguey. It's French and it does yay,
1: yay, yay, yay. All the fucking was, time. It's you know, really
0: upsetting. I didn't think it could get more disturbing until we got toward the end and the tongue extends from the chosen one's mouth and wraps around one of the flying pyramids to <sighs> that destroy was horrible. it. Like I was just hundred- like ah oh.
1: yeah. Uh, yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah that was actually quite upsetting i hated every second of that that's
1: <laughs> tony's power aside from creeping you out just creeping yeah, you cause out yeah cuz it winked
3: yeah <laughs> i think
1: it took every a time.
3: fucking page out of master tang's book of being a creep
1: that wow. is such a creepy thing
3: so <laughs> i also wanted to bring up master tang and yeah. ling's yeah. father they're in a flashback together when he, Master Tang <laughs> says when uh, the chosen one comes to the dojo and begs him to train him. He says, long ago, someone told me there would be a chosen one. <laughs> and then they go to this flashback and it's like all candles. It kind of reminds you of like Bloodsport. And it goes back and you just see Ling's father. And he says, there will be a chosen one. And then that's the end of the flashback. <laughs> He's like, he also said it would be significant. And there's the same like, warm fiery like flashback scene and then he just goes it will be
0: be significant
3: significant. (laughs) like okay good yeah Yeah.
1: third flashback (laughs) is where the money happens Oh, yeah, because uh, Link's <laughs> dad kills his dog. And then he killed the dog, and we get one more fucking beautiful flashback scene, and then Link's dad rips fucking ass, and the dog dies. <laughs> and you just
3: hear a dog whimper <laughs> and thud.
1: <laughs> Fart jokes
2: are always funny. Yeah, That's a rhythm you get a lot in this movie of just a couple <laughs> of jokes where they just hang a lampshade on kung fu movies, and then a poop joke of some sort. <laughs> well... I thought you looked
0: familiar. Sorry, I didn't recognize you without crap in your pants.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're always good, Dave. (laughs) Judge me. I would say the
3: only thing that compares to the flashback scenes are the montage scenes. Because the training montages are great. When we're at the school and he's training with everyone, there's a guy holding all these like wooden planks for him to break. And the chosen one's swings back his arm and punches forward and he's just a couple inches short of the board. And then he flicks out his pointer finger and the board's explode, <laughs> setting the guy backwards. It's or, then like- they, or then they have everybody lifting weights and then you pan over and the chosen one is <laughs> on a, fucking a fucking ball flex. He's <laughs> <It's> just hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs>
0: It's the same kind of thing that One Punch Man does.
1: A hundred sit-ups, a hundred
3: push-ups, yeah. run five oh, miles yeah. a day. Right. No, I,
0: I love when he's doing push-ups in that opening scene, and he's doing <laughs> yeah. the one-armed push-ups, and then he's doing the push-ups with his legs in the air, and then he's just floating in the air, blowing toward the ground, what we've dubbed a win-up.
3: I wish I could do wind ups because I can't do push-ups. <laughs> we've already
2: discovered that. The Bowflex scene actually included a reference that I did not get the first time around, but that I loved in this one. And it's actually some of the footage from the original 70s movie, because there's a guy in the background working out who has what is basically a barbell with cement plates on it. And okay. I, I just noticed that this time and love that idea of somebody in the 70s going, well, what would weightlifting look like in ancient <laughs> China? But probably just like rocks for weights instead, right?
3: <laughs> cement. <laughs> <laughs> totally they could do it
2: I'm not, not saying that they couldn't do that I'm just saying that they wouldn't have done that at the time that's somebody in 20 whatever going how am I going to get a weightlifting routine they're not going to have that fucking year, 100 year
3: that was from 70s whatever but yes also yeah, that was the old footage shit Right, that Are was that just cool? something from
2: the original one that I had not caught the last time I watched that
3: you know not only did they do an incredible splice job they did an incredible dub job
2: yeah, this oh, the so good. The
3: dubbing made this film. I mean, everything uh, else. Yes, they had the great early 2000s CGI, and they, you know, mishmash two movies together. The dubbing, which was all done by Steve Odenkirk, every single voice for every character,
1: except for Woe.
3: Except for Woe is incredible, and even though Woe is again every every single one of the actors that are actually there, they're also their mouth doesn't match their audio. No, he good actually. Reason.
2: Yeah, he wrote a nonsense script for the new footage that they were recording. So the actor would be saying something like, but isn't Yahtzee a family game? And then when they recorded the dub, the line would be, but isn't Betty a woman's name? So that you'd get almost (laughs) Uh... the same mouth shapes. One of my other favorite things in the dub of this movie was how you see this a lot in Kung Fu movies where they translate the line and it's just not as long in English as it might have been in Chinese <laughs> what or I mean. whatever. So they either just cut it out and leave it blank or they just include, well, he just snarls for a while then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the girlfriend Ling throughout this movie her joke of the ew, 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 I just thought was like we don't have any more dialogue, so just have her just make noises now. <laughs>
0: oh, I mean, it, it was well and beyond that. They called it bluntly in the face with one of the guys where it was just silent and his mouth was moving. And then he said, OK.
1: One of my favorite parts is where they do the bad dubbing with the dog bark. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I was just going to bring that up. Right. You see the dog make the bark motion and there's like a four-second delay in between it and the noise. The dog is already laid down and is clearly not moving. And It's
0: not, it's not beautiful. You see, that's the thing. There's too much gold in this movie for you get to really ruin it with quotes. Because even if there were some of the quotes that I already knew, there were so many more that just caught me by surprise.
3: And then that's a get, lot of nuts! You Then you get the visual aids of why it's even fucking dumber than
1: when we just <laughs> quote it
3: constantly. As we've stated, this is a film that we quote, and I haven't seen this film in oh god i don't know 12 years or so 10 12 years this is a film that we quote in this household like every other day it happens a day. lot it happens it's, a lot i'm not proud of that that doesn't feel good
2: no, no. it's a reflex at this point it's not something that's done out of love
3: no it, well no it's, it it's done no out of
2: it's love. Pavlovian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i still feel love for it
0: i this is my first time seeing it i have no nostalgia and i thought it was great
3: it's very quotable it's very quotable my
0: favorite it's quote not- when we have master tang and betty facing off for the first time master tang gets his ass kicked a little bit and then one of his acolytes run up and he says you know i'm gonna fight you and master tang's like no he will kill you like a small dog let your anger be like a monkey and a pinata hiding amongst the candy, hoping the kids don't break through with their stick.
3: <laughs> that, is gold. that is an ancient proverb. That probably. is an ancient
0: Chinese proverb.
3: Some good I shit. I don't there's see a, lot of, a monkey a whole in a book.
2: pinata behaving itself like that.
3: There's a whole book of Chinese proverbs about
1: pinatas. There is that occasional element in fucking Kung fu films where they bring in like aliens at the end or some fucking crazy unexplained shit as though like... Hey, 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 this totally explains the entire movie and isn't going to leave you with way fucking questions. They called them. five yeah. minutes
3: on the essay part of the test, and we just had to fill the rest. <laughs> right, so, right. You right. understand, yeah. right? We've all taken an ACT. Shit, also, we're
1: running out of time. We need to figure out how to finish up this movie. Uh, <laughs> fucking aliens did it.
0: Well, we have to have a reason to have Mushu Fasa come and tell the chosen oh, one. Oh,
3: yeah. Yeah, there's the Lion mm.
1: King reference. uh,
3: What?
0: Whoa! How did you get the Lion King reference?
3: (laughs) Every time he tries to call the Chosen One the Chosen One, he calls him Cho Simba. (laughs) He shows up and he's like Simba, and he goes, "Well, I'm not not Simba. Simba. I'm the Chosen One. Cho Simba, beware." (laughs)
0: the answers (laughs) you seek reside in the stars above so mushu fasa ended up being really the the real slap in the face for me it was you remember the scene from the lion king after uh simba's dad died and he went off to found a new life and then all of a sudden he sees his dad in the clouds and his dad gives him this like epic speech with rolling thunder um that's who mushu fasa is Cloud yeah.
3: Mufasa. Cloud but he Mufasa. also has like samurai swords and like a Fu Manchu as mm-hmm. well.
1: He's
2: oh, yeah. he a legally for distinct entity.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Right.
0: He's he not Mufasa. He is not Mufasa.
1: Not Mufasa. <laughs> and, and the one he talks to is Cho Simba, not My Simba. House. I don't see the fucking problem, Casey. Get your legal team away from me. You know, that it's was so a good
3: use of CGI. I'm going to say a bad yes. use of CGI was the CGI cow fight in the pasture, which uh, was just
0: that upsetting. Was, you can tell that they really tried to do it, but it was 2002 CGI.
3: It's not just that it was bad CGI. It's It was fucking gross CGI. Not only did he use milk as... A projectile yeah. to squirt on Steve Odenkirk. But the whole fucking titty twisting the udders, using the udders <laughs> as a punching bag on the cow, yeah. biting the udders, that fucking happened.
2: Yeah, that one squirting to
3: watch. the cow skinny and dry. <laughs> it was all really upsetting. It was that.
0: The cow skinny is not a I phrase know. I'd ever heard. I know, right? It sounds like some weird porno shit. Casey, what are you into?
3: Listen, I've learned a lot from Pornhub Jesus Juice, okay? <laughs> and I know at least more things that I'm not into. So, hey, praise Jeebus.
0: I'm glad okay. that I can help.
3: You know what? I'm also going to say CGI baby fight in the beginning was sometimes disturbing.
2: Yeah, and you know, it's that was. I going to
3: bring up. Fuck Ali McBeal for bringing CGI babies into the mainstream consciousness. Mm-hmm. And that's something we can't fucking let go. CGI babies all the fucking I time.
2: Allie McBeal was just referencing the Uga Chucka baby. It was one of the earliest references to an internet meme.
3: I hate it. Was
0: it really? Yeah. Honestly, I absolutely yes. loved the baby fight scene because it had that disturbing factor. Yet it was fucking hilarious. What's your favorite part of the baby
1: fight scene, Juice?
0: Uh... Honestly, you know, the flipping and the rolling around was really great, but at the very, very end, after he sets the house on fire and the baby has to dive out the window and he goes rolling down a hill and he reaches a little road crevice at the base of the hill and some Uh lady picks up the baby and goes, Oh, how cute. how cute! And then rolls it down the other side of the hill and says, Bye-bye. "Bye <laughs> bye." <laughs> oh my god! It literally—it was like the best intro you could do to this style of movie. Return
3: it to the wild, and that's <laughs> like, yeah. you think yeah. it's three sent on it, its mother won't want it. And that's like three minutes into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that sold me.
2: The IMDb page actually listed as a mistake that they reused the same shot multiple times in that sequence as the baby's rolling down the hill.
1: Oh, really? I that's, thought that was that's the, the joke.
2: That's the joke, IMDb. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The joke, man. Right, right. They might reuse scenes,
3: but honestly, this has some of the most original dialogue and most quotable fucking lines of any movie that I know of, personally. I don't know. What about I you? I agree.
1: Oh, it's definitely up there, and we've already hammered a point that all of us, besides Juice, since it's his first time watching it, have used these quotes reflexively all the time.
3: Honestly, I feel like Juice has quoted it before, and maybe not realized it. Maybe we've ruined him as well. But I mean, like the some of the training chants.
1: Yes, yes. Play me like a drum. Sexual preferences are <laughs> our
3: own business. Like that, every time they do a different move. They're saying a different one of us is wearing a push-up bra. It's Lacy. It's cute. <laughs> it's, it's a whole throngs of people as they're like training and doing their like squats and punches and shit. Or like Master Tang. Yeah. Master, <laughs> Master
2: Tang. Before we move on from the training chants. I just realized Steve Oda did all the voices. Yeah. That means he was just recording like six different layers of himself chanting (laughs) our sexual
1: preferences. (laughs)
2: Our our (laughs) own business.
3: I hope he lives in an apartment, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) To be
1: honest. As always, it all comes down to one question Hmm. Dave, 2002's Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Would you watch it again?
2: You know, I kind of tipped my hand here early saying that I had seen this <laughs> in theaters that I quoted on a weekly basis, but I was genuinely shocked when I looked this up and discovered that it had a 13% score on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel then I personally read, assaulted. Yeah, I read some of the reviews of it and you know what? They're not wrong because this is a pretty even split between some really good Kung Fu jokes and some just very 2002 jokes. So, yeah, some of this hasn't aged as well. It could be cut down, I think, to something a little bit tighter and a bit more focused and a bit more rapid fire. But overall, it's still a really goddamn funny movie. And if you do enjoy kung fu movies this pokes fun at a lot of the worst parts of that classic era that we love to hate on so yeah i will absolutely sit down and watch kung pao enter the fist again even Mm -hmm. though the trailer for kung pao 2 at the end of it was just a joke i would absolutely watch that too so come on make it happen uh juice how about you this was your first time through it you're not tempered with the nostalgia that the rest of us are so are you gonna watch kung pao again
0: I will become tempered with the nostalgia that the rest of you feel shortly. I absolutely enjoyed this movie wholeheartedly. I will sit down and watch it very soon. To any cinemite out there who might be on the fence about watching Kung Pao, my recommendation, give her a watch. So, Casey, how about you? I know you are steeped deep in the feelings of nostalgia for Kung Pao, Enter the Fist. Would you sit down and watch it again?
3: Hell yeah. I would sit down and make a drinking game to it to every time (laughs) you hear a wheel wheel. You gotta finish that drink, honey. Oh man! And what's great is Juice watched this movie while eating Taco Bell, and then got to experience product placement by Taco, Taco Bell, Bell in this movie. Uh huh. It's taking over your life. God damn it! Uh, yes, I would absolutely watch this movie again. I don't really have anything to add. I love the movie. I'll make no apologies for it. I'm horrified that it only got a 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. I hope all of you squish your tits in your bra today. What's important though, at the end of the day. Are you going to round us out with a perfect score, Jay, and watch Kung Pao again?
1: Oh, man. Such pressure. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, listen. I yes, quote you are. this movie all the damn time. I fucking love it. It is hilarious. I watched it three times in theaters, including I took a date on this movie. She's no longer with me. Did she like the movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course okay, she did. So, All right. She was yeah, a monster. I've seen this a ton of times. I love Kung Pao. It's hilarious. I think it is a love story from someone who loves Kung Fu movies and wants to inject some comedy in the this world. So, yes, absolutely. I will watch Kung Pao Enter the Fist again and i'm super excited because they're supposed to be making a sequel right now take me man meat really yep they're making that happen
0: you know that was gonna be a next question for me was they mentioned that there's a sequel there's a part duh are they gonna do it i'm glad to hear that they are i think it got
3: removed last year i'm not gonna hold my breath i'll wait until i get a physical product just like final fantasy
0: thank you i didn't
3: believe it was real until i opened it on the playstation i was like
0: Will Cinemites, the verdict is in Kung Pao from 2002. All four of us are going to sit down and watch it again. We highly recommend you give her a watch as well. It's up to you. Let us know on all of the social medias what you think.
2: Yeah, Does it actually hold up or are we just old?
0: We're going to find out because all of the Cinemites are going to either <laughs> completely agree with us or really tell us how terrible of people we are. Why can't it be both, Dave? Dave, we're going to continue Kung Fu Month next week with a choice of yours. What you
2: doing for us? Ah, uh, you know, I thought I had something amazing for us, a new Donnie Yen product. Turns out it's a little too fresh in that it's not even out yet, so we don't get no. to watch that. But, you know, I'm a big fan of Kung Fu, so this month always feels like a gimme. I had to find something that's going to be a little bit painful for me too. So we're going to go with something that Casey's been trying to work in for quite a while now from 1993, starring Bolo Young and Billy Blanks. That's right, Ooh, the Tybo guy. Yes! TC 2000. time! Yes! Uh, yes! All I know about this Whoa. movie is that it stars the goddamn Tybo guy and that's going to be some <laughs> uncomfortable middle school gym flashbacks for me.
3: Oh my god, why did they make us do that all the time?
0: Because our gym teachers were lazy as fuck.
3: Yeah, that's the exact same thing as bringing a Bill Nye fucking video to science yeah.
0: class.
1: Yep. I'm
3: hungover, I can't teach you today so you guys do weird aerobic shit and you know what if you want to yell at us on the internet you can do it at our facebook page at cinema, twitter at bad movies bad people and that's ppl or you can yell at me on instagram because i have an instagram now for shitty cinema it's Cinema.
0: casey's an influencer
3: uh, it's just mostly memes and pictures but you know do what you do or if you're not affected by the motherfucking coronavirus and the recession, you can check us out at patreon.com/shittycinema. If you want to help us pay for some of the movies we're watching, add to our box wine fund, or maybe you know I don't know, add to Juice's bail money for when he finally gets caught for all the gross research he does on his own time. Well, in the meantime, let's turn out the lights, turn on some Sir Mix A Lot, and kill someone to that song about butts.
0: Baby got back. <laughs>